What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Talk, an unfiltered, unbiased podcast. My name's Sean Costantino, and I am alone for today's podcast. This is going to be a little shorter of an episode. Apparently, Connor had um, some more important things to tend to. So I'm just going to talk about the uh, the previous weekend in football, a little bit of stuff that's gone on this past week, and some predictions for this upcoming weekend. So... First and foremost, let's start with the most recent news. Ben Roethlisberger has just retired, I would say about, I don't know, three hours ago, which was probably three seasons too short. Uh, I mean, he's hinted at it for the past couple of seasons. He almost pulled a Brett Favre, aside from Brett Favre going to multiple different teams and failing. Uh, But besides the point, uh, Ben's been, uh, again, uh, amazing. I mean, he's been on a amazing team for his entire career with one of the best coaches in Mike Tomlin never finished a season below 500 has finished his career 165 81 and the one tie against Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions this past year which is funny but still nonetheless 418 touchdowns 211 uh, interceptions two Super Bowls and I know a lot of people probably hate Ben, and uh, I do as well as a person, as what he's been accused of in the past, uh, the way he played, the way he's you know quit on his team and, and hinted at retirement three times, the way that he comes back and almost hinders his team's ability because of what he can do at the quarterback position. And it's almost like Mike Tomlin holds this um, – respect and uh, I don't know, you know, he's been there for a while and, and, and Ben's been more than serviceable. I mean, he's been their quarterback pretty much the entire time. Um, I, again, I'm a little drunk. I'm doing this podcast by myself. So usually Connor would be in here to fill the, the, the void in the words that I'm looking for. But again, Whatever I was looking for prior, Ben is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I don't think there's any denying that. The stats speak for themselves. The the accolades speak for themselves. And despite whatever fan you are, if you're a Browns fan, a Baltimore Ravens fan, if, if a Colts fan like myself, a Patriots fan, I mean, literally the past four years in the AFC, it was it was Peyton, it was Ben. Um, uh, I mean, there really wasn't anyone else in, in contention. So I have to appreciate that going forward because of all of the AFC chips and all the AFC divisional rounds that I've seen the Colts play Ben in, Mike Tomlin in, and uh, the entirety of, of the Steelers organization. So hats off to Ben. Congratulations on your retirement and Hopefully this is the last one. You don't say you're going to come back because, well, I mean, I'm sure Steelers fans hope you come back because a, a broken down Ben is better than a fully loaded Mason Rudolph. So I don't think you're really going to miss anything there. Um, I don't think the the Steelers stick with Mason Rudolph no matter what they say. 
They got, what, 20 in the draft. They have a couple of picks. Um, I, they can do a little sign-and-trade de- deal, too. I know. Listen, anything's anything's possible. Sean Watson, uh, Aaron Rodgers. So I wouldn't bank on uh, on Mason Rudolph, but if, if they say that's what's going to happen, that's going to happen. You know, listen to uh, the Roonies and, and, and Tomlin. Besides that, I know if Connor was here, he'd probably want to talk about the Knicks and how poorly they've been playing. I I really didn't care too much to get the record because I don't give a shit about basketball. I think they're 23 and 25, which is almost as many losses as they had last year. Um, Again, I don't care about basketball. The Knicks will never, uh, I mean, at least in these five to 10 years with with LeBron, Katie, uh, Russ, uh, Anthony Davis, all these superstars, Carl Anthony Towns, Damian. I mean, listen, if nobody goes to the Knicks, they're not going to win. And as much as I would piggyback off of a Knicks um, NBA championship because I'm from here and I would just fake that I enjoyed it. But in reality, I really wouldn't enjoy it and I wouldn't give a shit. But if, if they won, I'd be one of those people, those fake fans to go to the parade or just like have an excuse to drink and celebrate. That's not going to happen. Um, I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. I don't even know the playoff parameters for the NBA. Again, I wish Connor was here so he can kind of like correct me, interrupt me, tell me I'm stupid. But unfortunately, we don't have that. So from my perspective, I don't see the Knicks making the playoffs. And quite frankly, I also don't care. Um, so we're going to go into what happened this past weekend and the NFL. So we're going to start off with the first game. Titans are absolutely terrible. Probably the worst number one seed in all time. If you hear scratching in the background, um, that's my dog that I just kicked out of my room, and she's a little bit upset. This podcast probably is going to go to shit, but we can blame it on Connor. So the Titans were overrated as fuck. They were the number one seed in a AFC South division that had a inconsistent Colts team, a Jaguars team that didn't even know what the fuck was going on, and a Houston Texans team, which they had a fugitive on their team. So the Titans didn't really have much to piggyback off into the playoffs. They didn't have much to ride into, especially having the the one seed. I feel like playing in a, in a wild card game, again, it's more – it gives you more sense of you're going to get injured or more sense of, uh, you know, not security. Um, but I, I just don't understand how you can go from being the one seed and being shut out by a team like that when you've got your number one runner back and he doesn't even go over 80 yards. I put a bet on Derrick Henry going over 80 and a half. Didn't, didn't match up. He was running pretty well at the beginning. But towards the end, they, they shut him down. I don't, I don't want to hear this thing about the Bengals, how, how the Bengals are so good, and how they shut everyone down, and how they're so much better than everybody else. They've literally not done anything to prove that they've, they've warranted themselves a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow's a beast, like no denying that. But 
can we stop beating the drum about how they're going to annihilate the Chiefs and win the Super Bowl when they've put up? I don't. I, again, I don't have the stats. Uh, again, Connor's a stat guy, but I think what they put up twenty against the Raiders and nineteen or twenty against the Titans. I mean, forty points in, in two games. The Chiefs put that up on a nightly basis. So. I don't see how, as much as we want to see the Bengals do this, and I'm sure every single person that watches football wants to see the Bengals do this, not only in Cincinnati, but the entirety of football, because we haven't seen this. These young kids that are watching right now and everything and hear about the Bengals' uh, struggles and all, we didn't see that. Connor and I didn't see that. We're 25 years old. We got to see Tom Brady for 21 years ruin our entire childhood other than the one, two years Payton won and the two years Eli won. So we got the better of them those four years, but we've never got to see this this type of thing happen. Joe Burrow, as a second-year quarterback, is leading his team into the AFC Championship against a team that he had already beat a couple years prior. And that's insane. That's straight insanity. Joe Burrow is what the 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 Browns thought Baker Mayfield was going to be. Joe Burrow is what the Jets thought Sam Darnold was going to be. Joe Burrow is what the Cardinals thought Josh Rosen was going to be. And it goes on and on and on and on. And when you whiff on a quarterback and when you hit on a quarterback, you hear about it until the end of, I would say, what, the 10, 15-year span. The Cardinals aren't going to hear about uh, the Josh Rosen thing because they got Kyler Murray. If you can correct what was wrong, you're not going to get shit on. But if you can't correct that, you're going to be the laughing stock of the NFL for the for I don't for the entirety of that quarterback's career. And we're going back to what was it? I don't know, week seventeen. Again, they keep changing it, so I don't know when the, the Bengals beat the Chiefs thirty four to thirty one. Joe Burrow had to throw for four hundred and forty six yards and four touchdowns. In Cincinnati though. Not at Arrowhead. Not in the playoffs, not in experience against experience and a Super Bowl ring already. So I'm I'll get to our my picks at least because Connor's not here later. I just wanted to go over that game. Joe Burrow's a beast, right? But stop beating the drum. They scored 45 points in two games against mediocre defenses. The Chiefs have mediocre defenses as well, but the Chiefs can score at will. The Bengals are going to have to go back and forth with the Chiefs and put up 30-plus, and I don't think the Bengals are capable of doing that. Again, I'm going to get that, get into that in my later segment. So. I go into the night game. 49ers, Packers. 
Packers, everybody's favorite. Preseason favorite, early season favorite, mid-season favorite, late-season favorite. MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Immunized, son of a bitch. Ragging on the media, disrespecting the media, which I'm 100% okay with because I would be doing the same thing. Against Jimmy Garoppolo, who they don't even want there, and the banged up 49ers. The first drive, they drove down the field, and the Packers scored A.J. Dillon touchdown. I had that in my same game parlay. I was like, no, no way this is already going to happen. And within three minutes, that came to fruition because the Packers weren't moving the ball more than 10 yards at a fucking time. Within three to five plays. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Matt LaFleur changed the play calling. I don't know if Rodgers was hurt. I know A.J. Dillon got hurt. I don't know what happened to the defense. And I don't know if if Shanahan just figured it out. I mean, McVay, LaFleur, and and Shanahan, Shanahan all coach with each other. Who's to say they don't know exactly how each and every one of them are going to coach? With that being said, being home at Lambeau, you should have the home field advantage. You should feel comfortable. And it felt like the entire game after that first drive for the Packers, the 49ers did nothing but feel comfortable in your own home. Elijah Mitchell, probably one of the biggest steals in this past draft. But then again, the 49ers could plug in any running back and and they would be serviceable, so it didn't matter. Jeff Wilson played well when he was out. Jeff Wilson Wilson played well when he was out. Um, What's his name? Can't think of the other guy. Kyle Juszczyk gets touchdowns every every which way. Was it Jeff Wilson and... I don't know. It'll probably come to me later, but I'm not going to spend too much time thinking about it. I really don't care. and I'm sure you guys don't care either. But the thing that I want to touch on is that, well, first of all, we'll talk about the Packers because they lost. I I didn't think that Rodgers was going to leave. I, I did in um, the offseason during this whole debacle. Uh, you know, saying he didn't want to play, hosting Jeopardy. Fighting with Brian Guntercust, whatever the fuck his name is. I mean, your star player doesn't do that. Even if he does do that, he's out of here. But then again, it's a different day and age. The player has all the power. I think losing to a 49ers team the way they did, in the manner that they did at home, sets a different precedent for Rodgers than it did prior. So I think... Going into this postseason, he wanted to win and run it back. And even if he didn't win, just get to the Super Bowl and run it back. I mean, the Packers already said that they were keen on putting the uh, the franchise tag on Devonta Adams. So that's at least one year for Rodgers if he just tough it out for a year. I mean, he's still got, I don't know, two, three years. He, has, he might not have any years left in him, but he could have two, three years left in him too. So... It all depends what he did, but I figured that would be, you know, if, if if he didn't win, as long as he got to that 
to that thing and he tasted that and he and he saw that trophy and lost to, you know, now the Chiefs or the Bengals, he'd be back on the same team. But losing the man that he did in the which in the way that he did at home, I don't think that he's coming back. And I'm not gonna say he's going to this team, he's going to that team, he's gonna retire because I don't know what he's doing. Nobody on planet Earth knows what he's doing other than himself and Shailene Woodley. Because he is one of the most dramatic, biggest babies that we've ever seen, not only in football, but in the sporting industry. That he has three different platforms to talk about how he's feeling. That he was able to get away with all the shenanigans that he did in the summer. And people still bow down to him and still want him to come to their team, play football for their team, and be an advocate for their team. Listen, Carson Wentz fucked the Colts. I'm not a Rodgers fan. I really do think he is a piece of shit. And he has, I don't know what he did, whether it was shrooms, acid, something. Something's gone on in his head where he's just not the same person as he was a couple of years ago. But if it, you told me that we would get rid of Wentz, and you could sign on for taking Devonta Adams and Aaron Rodgers right now, I would get a vasectomy at 25 years old and never have children again to witness that. Because whatever, how many, however long they sign for, one, two, three years, that's how many Super Bowls the Colts will win. Because that's how dominant Rodgers is, how dominant the offensive line is, how dominant Jonathan Taylor is, how dominant the defense is, even though Matt Eberflus left to the Bears, which I wish him luck, and he's going to do great with Justin Fields. He's going to make Justin Fields better than he could ever even think about. When a coach leaves, you always wish him well. I wish Eberflus well. So, listen, Rodgers also said on the Pat McAfee show, he said, I might as well come there and announce it live on your show. If Aaron Rodgers walked to that fucking set in a trench coat, ripped that shit off, and he had the blue or white, the white's a lot sexier, the white Indianapolis Colts jersey on with that number 12, and then Devonta Adams pulled up behind him, you might as well pencil the Colts in for the AFC Championship or a Super Bowl Championship next year. Do I think that's highly unlikely? Yes. Do I think he's going to go elsewhere? Yes. Do I think he should stay in Green Bay? Yes. Because that's his best chance to win a Super Bowl. But that's besides, that's besides the point. I don't even know how I got off on this tangent. I was talking about the uh, the playoff games from last week. Oh, right. Because of the Packers. Well, we'll go back into that game. As I'm looking at my notes. It says Jimmy's fine. The 49ers could have had anyone at three. Which is true, and which is also false, because I took these notes as I was watching the game. I know Jimmy didn't do anything, but also, look at this 49ers team. Year after year after year, under Shanahan, they find a way to win. They find a way to involve third-round picks, fourth-round picks, fifth-round picks. It doesn't matter. Some way, they end up showing up late in the season late in the game or in the playoffs and being the determining factor of winning, advancing, or stopping a certain play. And I don't know how they continue to do this, if it's good drafting, if it's John Lynch, 
GM, if it's Shanahan, if it's the way he coaches, because they take these guys, especially Eliza, Elijah Mitchell, was he a fifth, sixth round pick out of um, Louisiana? He had Trey Regas as his running mate, and that was one of our under-the-radar prospects. We picked the wrong running back, obviously. But he's a beast. But they shouldn't have won that game. I'll get into that a little bit later. We'll go into the Sunday games. Uh, Tampa Bay at Los Angeles, the Rams. Uh, the Rams were destroying them. It was a 27-3, to and I was actually watching the game, and I said, don't let it get to 28, because the amount of memes, the amount of jokes, and for my own personal being, because it, it would actually scar me seeing 28-3 to and, and watching Brady come all the way back. Um, he almost did that. He almost did it to us again. Uh, the Rams let off the pedal and allowed the Buccaneers to come back. Um, during the mic'd up, you hear Mike Evans go, you know, come on, Tom, let's just throw it up and make a play. I don't care if Jalen Ramsey beats you all. Shut you down all game. When it comes down to the, those late game decisions and Jalen Ramsey lets up a touchdown like that, you can't say you're the best in the league anymore. I'm the best this, I'm the best that. And with Aaron Donald too. Malvin off, choking DJ Humphreys on the Cardinals, and you only get fined 10K, but Tyreek Hill dances with the cheerleaders' pom-poms, and it's like 12.5 or 15K. I mean, the NFL has got a lot of shit wrong with them, but the fact that Aaron Donald continues to be a menace on the field with his play and on the field with his antics, and you just don't discipline him whatsoever makes no sense to me. But besides that, again, Odell wasn't the problem. The, the Browns have a lot of shit to figure out. Baker has, as much as, I wouldn't say I like Baker. I mean, I think he's a talented quarterback, a talented player, and he plays with heart. The injuries are going to start adding up, and you saw it. He was broken down from week 13 to the end of the season. And you weren't even in playoff contention towards the last couple of weeks. I don't know why you would even risk playing him. Um, so it's uh, – listen, I, I'm going to get off topic here a little bit and, and just talk about the quarterbacks too because there's a lot of quarterbacks that could be switching teams. And the right fit might not be the best fit too because – you look at places like Ben Roethlisberger just retired, the Steelers, the Browns, not really thinking about Baker. The Browns are a great place too. But if you're Deshaun Watson, if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you want to come to the AFC when you have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, you know, Trevor Lawrence, a first-round pick. Lamar Jackson. Like, why would you want to come to the AFC? Tom Brady might retire. Matt Ryan's old. Aaron Rodgers might be leaving Green Bay. Kirk Cousins might be out in Minnesota, even though he's done absolutely nothing wrong. What? Why wouldn't you want to stay in the NFC? Why is Deshaun Watson, wouldn't you want to come over to the Panthers take over that NFC South, and just continuously get to that championship. Because the AFC is loaded now. 
loaded. But again, I'm off on a tangent from my original statement, and then I'm off on a tangent from my other statement. It was all about Jimmy winning. And, uh, again, the 49ers could have had anyone at three. I imagine they took the best offensive lineman, the best defensive lineman, the best cornerback. I'm not going to – I'm on my phone right now, um, so I'm not going to go back and and look at those drafts. But I'm sure they could have managed. And now – well, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later, too. Because um, I, I, I was off the uh, the whole Jimmy thing. I was on to the Rams and the uh, the Buccaneers. Cam Akers, real good. Real good. Connor and I had a little disagreement last week. Well, he agreed with me when I said uh, Cam Akers probably shouldn't have said stay down to Buda Baker, <laughs> not knowing that he was injured. Which Connor, you know, said he didn't know he was injured. It's kind of cold-blooded, like blah, blah, blah. But then again, too, you just came back from an injury. You see someone hurt, and you're going to, like, you have the audacity to say that. Motherfucker, you ran the ball 10 times, and you're, you could be hurt on your 11th. So I didn't really appreciate that from him. Um, but he really is. He is. He, he changes that offense so much. Get, like, receiving balls out of the backfield running out of the backfield, getting six, seven, you know, 10 yards. I mean, he's good for a first down every single time he has the ball in his hands. So Cooper Cup, again, a beast. I don't know how he beat or who he beat. I know it was Antoine Winfield that ended up covering him. I know it was a, a one-man deep safety. I don't know who the cornerback was that let him get inside coverage like that and dip out like that, but Jesus Christ. I'm happy for Matt Stafford. I'm not happy for Sean McVay because the last time we saw the Rams in the Super Bowl, they put up, what, three points, six points? So I'm hoping this game's a little bit better. Um, but again, we'll get to that a little bit later. We'll go to the night game, the Chiefs versus the Bills, which I had spoken to my grandfather, who is 95 years old, luckily still on this earth, so he's seen a lot of football, a lot of football. Spoke to my dad, who was in his 60s. Again, seen a lot of football. And they both told me that the Chiefs versus the Bills was the best football game that they have ever witnessed in their entire life. And while all of us could look at that and be like, all right, that's recency bias. We all go through that. We go through that with, um, I mean, I just recently saw, uh, I'm super in tune with UFC. They just came out with their, um, 2021 awards and pretty much every single, you know, knockout of the year, submission of the year, fight of the year, um, male, uh, star of the year, rising star, whatever the fuck it is. Most of it came from October on because it's all recency bias. People don't, it's not that they don't want to, they don't really remember what happened back in January. And if you could have told me back, if you told me again, I couldn't even tell you what playoff game happened last January, but the Bills and Chiefs just happened, and that's embedded in our minds and will be for the next year. There was nothing like that last year, so it's all about recency bias. Everyone's going to say this past game that I just saw was the best of all time, which it could be. It could be. It could be the best game I've ever seen. It's one of them. Definitely. I can't think off the top of my head. I'd have to go back and actually really think about it, but that definitely 
is one of the best games I've seen in my life and my short life, my 25 years of existence. I mean, Josh Allen is a stud. Patrick Mahomes is a stud. Those two guys in the AFC on top of Herbert. This is See, this is where I was getting at. The AFC is loaded with QBs. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are both under 25, 25 and under. That's 10 more years of these two playing each other. Justin Herbert's 23. Joe Burrow's 25. That's another 10 years from those two guys. Trevor Lawrence is 22. Like, Deshaun Watson's 25, 26. He's still in the AFC. He's still in the Texans. He could be traded to an AFC team like the Broncos. The AFC is loaded when it comes to quarterbacks. And that's why when I said... If Rodgers really wants to win one more time, he would stay in Green Bay. Unless it's entirely about the money. Because if he comes to the Colts with a great offensive line, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, a good defensive uh, line, uh, secondary without uh, Matt Eberflus. Again, he still has to go against Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Mahomes, or Rodgers goes to the Browns. Still has got to deal with the same players. Goes to the Steelers. Deals with the same players. Goes to the Panthers. Less competition. Stays with the Packers. Less competition. Goes to the Saints if they figure out their cap situation with that. With Sean Payton, I don't fucking know. Less competition. If Rodgers really wants to win, he, he would stay in the NFC because you go to the you go to the AFC. Odds are you're not even going to make it into the playoffs, let alone the fucking AFC Championship. And Rodgers has gone to the NFC Championship, what, six, seven times, and he's won five, one, and six? At least he gets there. Going to the AFC with his loaded AFC, the defenses behind him, the coaches behind him, the, the young quarterbacks behind him, you're not even going to sniff the playoffs, let alone the fucking AFC Championship or the Super Bowl. But Josh Allen really deserved to win that game. He played his heart out. Gabriel Davis played his heart out. His dynasty stock went up immensely. As soon as the game was over, someone in my dynasty league put him on the trade block, and I just instantly started laughing. So you can't – four touchdowns in one game, you can't think he's going to ever replicate that. But he could. And uh, I know a lot of people are giving shit to Stefan Diggs for catching three balls for seven yards after standing on the field when the Chiefs celebrated last year. They said, all all this for this. He did his part. I mean, Gabe Davis had four touchdowns. You you think that that doesn't, like, that doesn't attribute to Diggs whatsoever? I guarantee you on all the Gabe Davis touchdowns, if you pan the camera over to Diggs, he's drawing double, double coverage. He's drawing that safety up and over to the to the uh, uh, pylon in the corner. And it's allowing Gabe Davis to get to the middle because no one's looking for Gabe Davis. Everyone's looking for Stephon Diggs. So, I mean, I picked the Chiefs in, in my bracket. I picked them early on, but I really wanted this Bills team to get there and I mean, you can't help but root for Josh Allen. And being from New York, 
I had this uh, conversation with my friends. If you could be a, a fan of any team that you're not a fan of, which I'm a Colt fan, who would you pick? And I would undoubtedly pick the Buffalo Bills. First and foremost, because I'm from New York. So that gives me a little bit of like excuses. Second of all, Josh Allen's an absolute stud. Absolute stud. And that's what you need. If you think about it, the, the, the other eight teams, yeah, I know everyone wanted to shit on Jimmy. If you thought about those eight teams that played prior to this past weekend, every single team had an elite quarterback. And Joe Burrow is in that category now from, from what he's done. You need an elite quarterback to be in the playoffs. And being a Colt fan, Carson Wentz is not an elite quarterback. Phil Rivers last year was not an elite quarterback. Andrew Luck was an elite quarterback when he played. Peyton Manning was an elite quarterback when he played. So we need to go back to those roots, and we need to get our guy. We can't keep getting these bums that nobody wants because at the end of the day, it's all about your quarterback play. The Colts had a top-five offensive line, the number-one rusher, and a top-five defense, and they couldn't even make the fucking playoffs because of their quarterback play. That's all you need nowadays, good quarterback play. But I don't know if I touched on it because I just went on a little bit of a rant. I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit quick. I was at my time thing. I didn't even know I was up to 40, uh, 40 minutes. It's kind of long for me just talking to myself and you guys listening to me talk to myself. Um, change the OT rules. Obviously, don't make it, don't make it um, college. That's stupid. Again, they're professionals. They'll score at will. They're college kids. There's 18 to 21-year-olds trying to score from 20, 25 out or whatever they did this year where they kept putting it back 5, 10 yards every single time. That's not going to happen. You just need – just play an entirely new quarter, whether it's 15 minutes, whether it's 10, whether it's 12, whatever the fuck it is. Play a new quarter. That's it. Nothing, if it ends in a tie, you play another quarter. They're football players. I know you don't want to exhaust them. I know it's all about player safety, but nobody, not a single soul on planet Earth wants to tie, let alone lose without even touching the ball. So there's a lot of ways that this could be resolved. And there's no way that I'm the only one that's smart enough to resolve it. Okay? Maybe Roger Goodell should focus on maybe uh, fixing these rules and not getting his stupid smelly leather draft chair inducted into the Hall of Fame, that seems like a lot more reasonable to me than, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, but I'm going to go into the games that are coming up this weekend. I know Connor would want to talk about the NHL and, and the NBA. Again, I don't care. I know the Knicks have been sucking. The Islanders are down one nothing right now against the Kings. I know they won um, last time out. I think it was against the Flyers. Was it against the Flyers? Yeah, four three against the Flyers, and then Connor put up a tweet: the Flyers had uh, lost uh, thirteen in a row. So, let's go into these conference championship games, and uh, let's dissect them a little bit. So we got Bengals at Chiefs. Both games on Sunday, which, listen, I was, again, if you hated the rule change of the 18-game season, I did too because 
I'm not a big fan of changes. I like the way it was sticking. I mean, we grew up watching this rule. This, I mean, it was 16 games what back in the 80s. I, I remember asking my dad, when was the last time they changed the records? But you know what it did? It added another playoff team, and it allowed us to have three straight days of playoff football, which I didn't know I needed in my life until it actually happened. It was insane. It was amazing. And and uh, I'm sure, I mean, I loved it. I'm sure everybody loved it. But with that being said, I feel like I say that a lot. I, I kind of want to, I mean, I, I don't think we have any listeners dedicated enough, but I feel like with that being said, and honestly, honestly, with that, I feel like those are the two things I say the most to not even make myself seem smarter. It's just, those are the two like filler phrases I guess I have for certain things, but you know, like expanding the the college playoff, you got one versus eight. You already know how it's going to go. And the playoffs, these are professional players. You don't know how this is going to pan out. Both one seeds went down in the first game that they played. So I'm all for adding more playoff teams when it includes, you know, if the Colts could fucking make it, but yeah, I mean, no one thought the Bengals were going to be here. And they also won the division too, which is amazing because you can also diminish the fact that if they added the extra wildcard team, they wouldn't be here. And that's not true. You're just an idiot. They won the division. So the Bengals beat the Raiders, which again, wasn't impressive. And then beat the Titans at home, which again, in my in my head, wasn't impressive, but... In everyone else's minds, it's impressive because they're the one seed. I didn't think they were a top-tier team. I thought they could definitely take care of the Bengals because I figured, you know, Henry would run for 80, 90 yards and a touchdown or two. And the Bengals really wouldn't be able to score, which they haven't. They've put up, what, 35 or 45, 46 points in two games, and the Chiefs has put up a 75, 85. I know they beat them back in Week 17. But being at Arrowhead, in the playoffs, at home, Andy Reid, Zach Taylor, first-year coach in the playoffs, Joe Burrow, first-year in the playoffs, Joe Mixon, first-year in the playoffs, everyone's first year, the inexperience really comes into play. And I don't see them beating Kansas City at home, no matter how hard they play them, how hard they rush Mahomes. There's always a way that he gets out of the pocket, he'll throw it underhand, he'll throw it lefty, he'll throw it sidearm. Somehow he's getting the ball out to whichever one of his uh, myriad of weapons is out there, whether it's Pringle, Hardman, uh, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Williams, uh, Hilaire, it doesn't matter. This team is loaded from top to bottom, has one of the the best rookies in Creed Humphrey. I, I just... Again, and it's their fourth AFC championship in a row. It's 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 the Patriots all over again, and people aren't accepting that because we just got we just got done with the Patriots, so we're not ready to accept another team coming into that to into that you know stepping into their fucking role, stepping into their shoes. We don't want that. We want the diversity. We want to see different teams every single year. Well, odds are we're not going to see that. Odds are we're going to see this Chiefs team in and out of this AFC championship every single year. Whether they're representing the AFC or whether they're the first team out, it seems like they're going to be there day in and day out. So 
my pick for the Chiefs Bengals game, I'm going to take the Bang- or I'm sorry. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take them 30 to 27. I don't think it's a field goal game. Well, obviously the score says it is. You can go ahead and tell me I'm stupid now. I don't think it wins by a field goal. I think the Chiefs are up and the Bengals try and mount a comeback and ultimately fall short. But I don't see the Bengals holding the Chiefs at all. And I don't see the Bengals being able to keep up with the Chiefs offense. No matter how good and how swaggy Burrow is, Chase is, Mixon is, doesn't matter. The Chiefs have been there. They got the experience. They got Mahomes. They have a play calling. And they're just a far more talented team. Then we're going to go into the afternoon game, night game. I guess afternoon game if you're out in L.A., you fuckers. Again, stop complaining about the games being on so early or so late when you live in L.A. No one gives a fuck about you. Everyone's in fucking uh, the East Coast. More than half of the population of the United States lives in, at what, New York, Florida? So, and you don't even go to your own fucking uh, team stadium. So get the fuck out of here. But... Rams 49ers, obviously a divisional game. They've played each other twice before, and the 49ers have won both. And well, I think I saw a stat, and it was Shanahan 6-0 or 7-0 against McVay. Well, they so they won 31-10 to back in, I think it was week 11, and then... They won 27 to 24 in week 18. So they definitely have the Rams uh, number this year. But when it comes down to it, I feel like that's like another thing I say. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm pretty original, huh? I think as much as I'm a big fan of Matt Stafford, I want him to get his ring. I think he's one of – he's not underrated. I mean, he's been a super good quarterback his entire career. I mean, Kevin Johnson, uh, he had that fake spike to beat the Cowboys. He had all those Thanksgiving game wins. He was never a bad quarterback. He Just the organization that he was on, and they just never put him in a position to win. And now he's on the Rams in a position to win with Jalen Ramsey, with Aaron Donald, with Cooper Cup, with the, uh, Cam Akers, with Tyler Higby, OBJ, uh, a, a great offensive line. But they continue to lose to the 49ers. And that all ends this Sunday. Because when when it comes down to it, that might be number five or number six on the fucking podcast. I don't like having the ball in Jimmy's hands. If the Rams are winning the game, if the game's tied, and the ball ends up in Jimmy's hands or Stafford's hands, who do you trust more? I know I can't hear you, but I know 99% of you are saying Matthew Stafford. The 49ers don't trust Jimmy G. The 49ers traded up to draft Trey Lance at three only for Jimmy G to get them to the NFC Championship. They don't trust him. He throws the ball 15 to 19 times a game, has some turnovers, has some bad throws, lofts it up in the air, doesn't know when to throw it away, but they're still here. So that's why I make fun of them that they could have picked anyone. But again, you could probably get rid of them and your team would be in the same situation because he hasn't really done anything. So. I'm going to say that the Rams 
go back to the Super Bowl, and hopefully it's not as as boring and pathetic as it was when they played the Patriots that year with the two highest scoring teams in the NFL. What was it, sixteen to three, sixteen to six, some stupid shit like that? I got so drunk I passed out. Both aren't okay, but I still did it. It's better than watching that bullshit. But I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think the Rams edge this one out at home. I think it's gonna be super defensive. I think Matt Stafford makes a lot of mistakes. I don't think it's gonna be high scoring at all. If if I was a betting man, which I am, and I lose a lot, I would take the under, which means take the over. But I I, I really do like the under. I don't. I think they rattle Stafford early, and I don't think Jimmy's the person you want with the ball in their hands. I think Jimmy's the guy that you want with the ball in his hands when you're up by, you know, a touchdown or two, and you're up by ten with a couple, uh, a couple minutes left. You're the guy that you know could hold the ball for you, and he might not make a mistake, and he's pretty trustworthy. But he's not the guy that's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. He hasn't in the past, and he won't now. So I'm going to take the Rams, and I'm going to say. 27 to 17. I'm going to say it was a, it's going to be a 20 to 17 game uh, pretty much the entirety of the fourth quarter and the Rams are going to get the ball back late score and put the 49ers in position where they have to try and throw the ball downfield and uh, they're going to lose. So, yeah. I don't – did I – I don't think I covered everything. Again, it's, it's, it's kind of hard when, when – you know, when Connor's not here, um, I think I, I covered the Chiefs and Bengals. I covered that, so I mean, I think that's it. Honestly, I just, uh, I guess we can go into. I, I mean, I could start like my our little rant, but it won't be thirty seconds because Connor's not gonna gonna time me. Um, but I'll, I'm not gonna time myself either. I'm going to start ranting. Um, first person I want to rant about, Connor. Uh, fuck you. Started drinking a couple hours ago in preparation for this uh, this podcast. I know I've ditched you in the past, but it was nothing like this. It was actually, I actually had to do something, and I was actually not even at my house. But you can explain this, uh, I don't know, next week. Um, yeah. Tom Brady, please retire. Ben's gone. You've been hinting all week that you want to go hang out with Giselle. I don't want to hang out with Giselle, too. Go hang out with her. Speaking of that, there was another uh, segment I wanted to start with Connor. Because during the summer, we did our fucked up Fridays where we drank and, you know, did something stupid. This is our thirsty Thursday. And being thirsty, I figured we'd shout out a celebrity crush we have because we're so thirsty. Connor's not here, so I guess I'm just going to do it myself. Yo, Selena, what's up, girl? What's up? I saw your new show with, uh, what's that dude's name from Cheaper Brother Dozen, Steve Martin? What's up, girl? All right, that's my shout out. I, I guarantee you if she hears that, she'll probably hit me up. <clears throat> she already has my number. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh... I hope Connor's going to be around next time. Um, we had a fucking Leonardo DiCaprio Mount Rushmore to get through, too. 
What a fucking disappointment, seriously. If you guys made it to the end of this podcast, please go on our Twitter, go on our Instagram, TikTok, Apple, Spotify. Well, first and foremost, if you're listening to this podcast, please give us a rating. Whether it's a one-star or a five-star, anything, anything matters. The more ratings, the more viewers we generate. And if you hate us, that's fine. Just give us a one. If you love us, we love you too. Give us a five. Okay, that's really all I got to say. Um, I'm happy that you guys made it this far with me, 48 minutes. Jesus, I'm just looking at it now. I didn't even realize I talked that much. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't have too many stutters. I didn't have too many uh, fuck-ups, no, not a lot of F-bombs. I think I made a lot of sense, and I, uh, I think my parents would be uh, super proud of me right now. So I appreciate you guys listening. Um, hopefully we'll be back next week and there will be two of us on here. If not, you'll hear my dumbass voice again by itself because we got to be way more consistent with this shit. Have a great football weekend. Don't get in too much, too much trouble. And, uh, you know, go hug your family. Bye.